now live on fxbgpublicradio.com and the new iTunes app. This is Below the Deck. Below the Deck. With Nick. On FXBG Public Radio. FXBG Public Radio. FXBGPublicRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Below the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always, your host. Um, tonight, we have special guest on the phone, Garrett Forge. He's an actor from Atlanta, Georgia, correct, Mr. Forge? Yes, sir. And um, Thank you for having me. Oh, man, thanks for being on the show. And that's you're in Atlanta, is that, if I'm correct, right? Yes, sir. That's right. So based out of Atlanta, uh, thanks for the EM management team, uh, Enterprise Management. Shout out JT and everybody over there. They send us some great guests from their um, Enterprise Management squad. Um, so for people who don't know, Garrett Force, could you give us just a quick rundown of kind of like your, your background, a little bit about you, sir? Okay. Uh, been acting, starting in theater about 12, 13 years ago. Uh, did about 20-something stage shows, musicals, plays. Got into uh, film acting back in 2014 where I got cast in back-to-back films uh, based on one audition and then just started going to different ones. Uh, one I went through as a uh, extra and ended up getting lines and that, that feature film actually is about to come out. Um, we have a big Red Harper premiere on that one. But um, I have done probably 21 film projects, including uh, multiple features, web series, shorts. And this year has just blown up. I was nominated for ATL's Hottest Actor last year. I think I'm nominated again this year. I won an honoree award for the uh, ATL's Actors Awards, which is a, it was the third year they're doing it. Um, and then I'm in five feature films coming out this year mostly in supporting roles, but I do have one lead role that'll be probably coming out in the fall. And I got some shorts and some other web series, and I'm also shooting some things. I just finished shooting two feature films the last two, three weeks. I'm shooting a web series this coming Saturday uh, for a scene. Um, but yeah, just a lot of things going up. Plus on top of that, I've been modeling. a model last year, also in New York Fashion Week. Um, more of a smaller show, but I did do that. And then I also a singer songwriter maybe releasing some music pretty soon and um, um i'm also just a voiceover actor i've got some voiceover projects as well <laughs> i just became an audiobook narrator i just got offered my first role um narrating or producing an audiobook nice. and i'll be working on that so just a few things i guess you're working on yeah <laughs> not too much you know just, yeah just not, not, one, not very busy at all <laughs> yeah one or two things so yeah that, <laughs> that's the right note. so um you say you started um doing stage plays correct yes sir uh got in that through my i was in a choir believe it or not in my church and you know several guys not many men and my choir director was involved in this local theater group and he, I've known him, knew him for a couple of years at the point. He's like, you need to come out to one of the shows. They always need guys. He said, I see, you know, you have a good look. You can sing, whatever. And then he, and I went out and got a, you know, went into the ensemble for my first role and ended up getting a, a role, a speaking line in that first one as well. And then just got hooked on it and just started doing one for another, made a huge group of friends and uh, just became, you just loved the, you know, stage and love the audience and just the recognition and 
um, and also just acting. I, I built on learning, loving to act and learning to do a character. So I kind of became a character actor. Um, so you kind of have like lead actors and then you've got character actors. I'm kind of the character. So usually you won't see me in a lead role except for like this one coming up. That's what's up though. I mean, you want to yeah. start in somewhere too. That's a big thing where I look up, um, I'm one of the big people who looks up, um, you know, who's in the films whenever you're watching the movie. And yeah. you notice sometimes when you watch movies that people that are in the non-lead roles are in a lot more movies than some of the people that are in lead roles. You yeah. don't even realize. Yeah. You're like, this guy's been in 42 movies? And then you start <laughs> yeah. looking at him and you're like, I remember that movie. Like, oh, yeah, he was in that. And like, so I think that that's, right. you know, it's it's it puts you in a good spot also just having like being able to play you know alongside other people i think speaks right. a lot about certain actors and things where it's like you know what i mean like oh i can mesh well with in anyone but like you seem like the normal guy who would be in the movie yeah i mean i kind of have a, people have told me this again i don't like to say anything about myself that i have a range of different characters that i can play and i mean they're kind of right i do play from the crazy person but i can play the professional right. medical like doctor lawyer uh, you know, got some detective roles, believe it or not, coming up. I'm looking forward to doing. Um, but then, like, you know, the psycho player, the other villain, I have those as well. So uh, it's fun because then you just go from one to another and you're just a completely different person and away from your regular life. <laughs> what is your favorite, though? Do you feel that you um, like comedy or do you like the more serious roles or like the drama roles? Or um, what do you feel like your, is your favorite kind of to do? I, I love them all. Comedy is really the, the funnest and the, when you get to be on set and you got some good people who are very com good comedic actors, you have more fun on the set. But again, even the, dr the dramatic roles, the ones that are you know very tough subjects, I have fun anyway. I mean, in between takes, I mean, I can make... You're the one making the jokes, though. I'm kind of doing That's that. why you're like, oh, no, she's going to die. You're about to die. Right, right. <laughs> like, let me get the knife out. Okay, you know, cut. And the next thing, you got blood on a knife. And you're going, oh, if I could really do this. And everybody's laughing. Like, Give me something to eat. You know, and you're sort of, you know, I like you're, you know, licking the knife or something. But, no, I don't know. <laughs> just acting crazy. Yeah, but it's just fun. And you just kind of, it's just like a vacation. And I always tell people acting is like, taking many vacations right um and so it kind of takes you away from your life not that my life is bad or horrible no but you get to pretend good. you get to be like anything it's kind of like being a kid where you're like you could be anything you're like i could be yeah. a pilot or an astronaut or right and you're like i could really be that in this movie for like for a couple of weeks i will you know get into exactly. that character of being that and you know kind of in your in your own space you do get to kind of you know because obviously you got to um, train and study it to actually make it seem realistic. So, it, yeah, you do. There is a lot of uh, work to acting. I know probably a lot of people make it look like it's easy, and I mean, you really do have to research. You have to learn how to get characters, and believe it or not, just watching movies and watching other actors and learning on your own, in addition to classes, and then taking care of your body and being in shape for whatever scenes you're required to do, and um there's a lot of different things i mean you're doing take after take sometimes just to get the right angle the right light um or you know a close-up or whatever the case may be um yeah, so it, it's not all fun and games that's why i try to have fun in between takes because sometimes 
the dramatic roles. And you're in depth with character, and you got to dig deep, and you're bringing out like fury or, or anger, and then like cut, and you can go, okay, all right, that's, that's I'm done with that. Let me kind of get back, give me a break, and then it's like, when's my next scene? They're like, you got ten minutes or an hour or whatever, and then you go, okay, let me take a break, get some eat, and then get back into it. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, let me ask you a question about this. When did you um, when did you decide? Because maybe for some people who um, are in the stage acting scenes and things, how did you decide that you wanted to transition into doing EXO films? Because um, well, I know it's two I different things. For, yeah, it is completely different. Um, I think one of the things was theater takes a way more time. It takes a lot more time. And you don't have the luxury of... You know, I don't have that line exactly God. how I want to redo it, ad-lib it. And you can do a lot of more, it depends on the director, for most directors I've been working with, will allow you to kind of take their script and put it in your own words as your character. You still got to say the same kind of things, but you wouldn't say as proper English, if you're being a villain or anger, you're not going to speak that way. You might have a little bit of a, a accent or a little slang with it or whatever. So you feels more loose. It feels more comfortable in film. Plus, with the film industry building in Atlanta, that's where it really made me go. You know, this is what I'd love to do. I'd love to get to that point where I'm on a movie screen. That was kind of like a new dream. Then to be on some little community theater stage, only a few hundred people see you. When you can see millions of people might see you on a movie screen or on a Netflix show or whatever. So, yeah, I agree. yeah you get to yeah, it's uh. Yeah, it's a big difference, and I'm glad I'm doing it. And again, a lot of times you just get a script. You might have a table read. Sometimes you don't. You just show up on set, know your lines, know your character, come in ready to shoot, do it, and then you leave. Right. That's, yeah. Do you, um, well, yeah, because I guess at the plays, you do have to be there for the whole auditions. Also, there is no benefit of having a cut. We're like when you're doing that live, there is no cut reset. Uh, do you like you have no. to do it right now? People are watching <laughs> right now. They're looking. Yeah. So I think that is like a, a leeway on that. Also, and I, do you think it's weird though because you're used to being like from coming from the place where you know the whole story at this point? Where doing films, sometimes you only know the scene that you're shooting. But like you just came yeah. in and shot a scene, and you're like, I I came in, I stabbed somebody, and. I went back, right. and then the detective came in. I talked to him, and then I left. And you're like, I don't know what the movie like. The, I know what the movie's about, but I don't know what the scenes leading up to this were. So do you right. think that well, that's interesting, depends. or like, does it throw you off sometimes, or does it make it kind of more no, exciting? No, no, it makes it more exciting. Um, well, sometimes it depends on what kind of role you got. You might get the whole script if you're right. in a major supporting role because you're in multiple scenes. They end up just getting the whole script. Okay. Um, or if you're just in a tiny, small role, a few scenes. Um, you might just get those, but like this past couple of films, I've got the full script, but he's not I small anymore. He's the big guy now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he said, he's if you didn't get the whole Lord. script, you're not doing it right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm getting the whole script and, uh, but not necessarily the major role, but just cause it's easier to, so you know, the whole storyline and they want you to have it, kind of get an idea. And so you're not surprised. But, I mean, again, it is cool to not get it all. And then you go to the premiere and you don't even know, you know, who's and what. And you're like, oh, wow, I didn't know they did that. And right. That kind of thing. Yeah. It sounds like you did some so. commercials, too. Just some local oh, commercials. 
I did some voiceover originally on a local cable about six or seven, but then I did one um, where I play a doctor, but I didn't have any lines in it, or they did, they, they didn't use them, but uh, just had a couple scenes in a local medical uh, office. Swift Health commercial. Medical Group. Swift Health. You didn't see that, okay. <laughs> I didn't uh, know you had that one. I was doing research. <laughs> oh, I've been doing research so I was on the guest. JTV said to me Send to be over the stuff. I had to know who I was talking. I just like to ask about random ones because the commercials are, you know, obviously that you're doing feature films and things like that. You know, a lot of actors do have some of that stuff that they've done in the, you know, just while you're like, hey, I'm yeah. getting in the door. I wasn't planning on actually this getting this big. And you're like, I definitely played a role. Have you had any of those roles where you were like, oh, man, I shouldn't have done that now. Like, this is going to come back. The one may be coming out this coming like a <laughs> few weeks. To tell you the truth, it was my first one where I went as the extra. I did play a correctional officer, and they had me do something. I, I'm not saying this at all on right. radio, but and I don't know if it's cut or if they kept it in the, in the movie. But I have a bad feeling they kept it in the movie, and I'm I don't I'm scared to see it in page. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm a little worried about it, but uh, I hope they said you know. I think it was, if it wasn't good, they would have kept in the movie. So I think it, it was like a funny part of this drama movie. <laughs> right. Well, that's <laughs> good, though. It'll be noticeable then. Uh, that'll be good. When um, when is your, when do you have one of these projects um, coming out? Oh, you mean the ones that are coming out for red carpet? I've well, got. People can, yeah, um, got, just so people can check it out. Like, when do, when, where do they look for this at? Uh, you know, these two are going to be on red carpet premieres. I don't know specifically where they're being distributed, but they're probably going to go uh, on like the Amazon Primes, on the YouTube, maybe not YouTube, but some of the streaming services. Right. I'll have more information. Right now, they haven't told any actor. A lot of times we're the last ones to know about what's coming out. But I do have one out right now. It was a short idea kind of a crazy character I played. It's called Jezebel. It is out on Amazon Prime. It's like an eight-minute short. Um, and I, I don't know if my director is listening, so I'm not going to say anything other than it was just it. the storyline. It's kind of got some choppiness in the storyline. So it was supposed to be turned into a feature, and it was supposed to be kind of like a long trailer, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to give some idea, and then it never got turned into anything, just in you know, short. But I did get a, a nomination for a local film festival uh, for my acting in it, so that was kind of cool. Um, but also, the one another one I got coming out is on October 22nd. If you want to look out, it's in, during the Halloween season. It's kind of a... Halloween type movie. It's called Fixation Two Uprising, mm-hmm. and I play kind of a bad bad guy in that film. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, creepy bad guy. Oh <laughs> uh, no! So that's going to be your mo. That's why you want to get it out there. It's good. He's coming to do yeah. interviews before, so you know he's like, I'm not that creepy guy. Whenever you see me in the street, stop stop right. throwing trash at me, man. That's not really me. <laughs> Right, right, you murderer! I can't believe you killed her. You like I, that's not yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that's you. Real DVD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check wow, that out your red yeah. box. Well, that'll be good. So that's is that um, it's coming out around Halloween. I assume that that's kind of maybe a horror movie, or do you would you call it's it? Kind of a psychological horror violent movie, <laughs> to tell you the truth. But it has a social. It sounds weird but it has like a social 
meaning behind it. I mean, in a sense of what's going on in society, it takes something to the extreme mm-hmm. about society and about teenagers and little and kids. Right. Uh, so it kind of has a social-minded kind of thought process behind it, but it has a psychological horror suspense kind of twist into the movie as well. Well, I think those so, are the ones that are – those are the worst ones. Where the realistic ones, I think, <laughs> are the worst of the actual only horror movies because you know like – like when you see Chucky or whatever, like when you were a kid, yeah. you're like, oh, no, there's a doll. And then you're like, oh, yeah, like being a possessed doll, that doesn't seem realistic. Right. But when you see something like – real you're like man that actually kind of yeah. scared me you're like i'm actually like you know like people just being crazy in general which is like you mm-hmm. know just something that you can relate to where you're like yo i don't want to go to the mall right now right it kind of makes you and when we as an actor we were around the table read with the director and the writer i mean the writing writer was the director but we all were blown away by the script and knew this thing was going to be interesting and good. And it's it's a sequel off the first one. So okay. you kind of have to go back and see Fixation itself. That's just called Fixation. That's out on DVD. You can get it on Amazon Prime. Watch that. And also I think you can download it. And then you'll know what the storyline connects to when it comes out October 27th. It's called Fixation? Fixation's the original one. I was not in that. I'm in the sequel, Fixation 2. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, remember yeah. I just wanted to. I was just writing it down so I could. I want to check that out. Oh so yeah. I look at the other one. Yeah. It'll make sense. It'll be cooler to see too. Whenever like I, I know that guy. He was on the radio. So. <laughs> but we'll tell you that movie has gotten a lot of play. It was had well over five hundred thousand views on Amazon Prime, um, not too long ago. So I don't know what it's up to now. But yeah. No. That sounds. Uh, so really we're good. hoping. Yeah, we're hoping the second one gets even more views or just as many. Well, do you think that it's so. harder because right now Atlanta is like becoming like a, a big, big spot for the movie hub scene for like bigger uh, production films and things like that. Um, I heard a lot. Do you feel like that it gets um, doing some of Do you think that the market is getting flooded right now that it's getting a bigger name where some of the stuff doesn't get as much promotion as it should? Or do you feel like everybody's kind of just blending it? in together I, I think there is a lot of blend there is you know there's a lot of movies coming out we are you know, producing but uh, the major studios are pretty much only doing just maybe a couple per year because it takes so long to film right i mean i think they're doing probably taking four or five six months to film one like the uh uh the avengers movies and and a lot of those uh right. type movies those take a long time there's a lot of you know post-production a lot of those and our independents, they can knock out a film in a month or a few weekends or something like that. Um, so it's just helping the young filmmakers and also people who are not with much of a budget can kind of do their own thing and show their story or show these ideas they've got. And now she helps people to put different kinds of stories. And I think it's interesting. I think it makes it um, more exciting to see see more variety and not just what Hollywood thinks people want to see you can see almost anything now people can come up with an idea film something and it can almost go on amazon prime right you got a, a decent you know looking movie so yeah it's uh, i love it that's <laughs> just yeah. help me get some more more work <laughs> yeah no that just should be are you um are you working for anything do you audition for for roles or do you go out on like 
uh, open auditions and things like that, or are you just kind of like pick and choose certain ones that you think that you want to go to? Well, actually, there's a combined of that. I have an agent, um, Barbara Garvey of East Coast Talent. I've been some of her since early beginning of 2017. She sends me on auditions, mostly for taping. That's what we do a lot of those. Uh, I've done a couple in person for commercials, but usually you start with a videotape. When I go to a local studio, if I could do a quick shout out, Studio 48 McDonough, uh, SAG actor Steve Aldifer, he's my coach and my he wants the tapes and reads for me. Um, and so I'll get, I'll get an audition through my agent that she'll submit to a casting director. And then I'll go and do my taping. And then you submit it. And then you just wait. And right. uh, sometimes you hear, sometimes you don't. Uh, but other parts, I do get a lot of writer directors because I've worked with a, a big number of them. And they remember me from my other roles. And they, like, they, they contact me and say, I've got a role for you or something like that. But I do... Also done, the one I did a few weeks ago we shot, um, I did go into an open call, casting call, but I had to submit to say I'm coming. I had to be accepted to go audition after I sent my reel, my headshot, resume, and then I went in there and had to perform and got a role, got a great role in that. Do you think think that um, doing the live acting before you got into film helps you with the auditions? Because, you know, performing you know, in front of people kind of, like, sometimes will throw people off. Well, it's a different type of acting, to tell you the truth, because theater is pretty much your whole body. You've got to project real loud. Uh, it's a lot of, like, body and movement of your head, and you're moving around a lot. When you do acting mostly for the taping, your, your body's probably even moving. You can move a little bit, but you're mostly focusing on your eyes and maybe just part of your face. And you're you got to bring it all your acting into just your face or your eyes. Um, right. So it's really pinpointed. And so that was me. I struggled a little bit when I first started doing some film auditions because I came from theater. But as soon as I got it down, then I started just learning that technique. And I took classes, and they're like, uh, and you learn. You take audition classes, and then the coaches and trainers will tell you, you know, this is what you you need to bring it down. Right. And then that's kind of got me to where I'm at. So. No, you just gave yeah. him a good piece of advice because you went way more into that. I was just asking if it was like easier to be nervous because you know, like when you're shooting a movie, there's the camera guys and the directors, but you're kind of like in your scene where you yeah. versus like when you go into the room to read for them, it's just like a couple people just staring at you. Pretty much. So you know what I mean. Yep. So you're like, I'm. You're kind of more used to it, I guess, by being on. You know, I think, you know, that's what I was, that's what I was getting. Like, was it easier oh. for, to like less unnerving for you because you're used to people just like staring at you, like, do your thing, do it. Like, we want to see you do it right now. You're like, okay. Uh. Oh yeah. It actually just, it just over the time the experience of doing it does kind of calm down. Plus it's really about confidence and right. I'm going to tell you, and I, it took me a while to build it up and, you know, as an actor, cause you're going, you're thinking about the other people you're competing against. And you know your lines and all that kind of stuff. And now I kind of go into um, an audition. Again, I haven't really done a, a major audition in person yet. Uh-huh. I think they're coming. I hope they're coming. But, um, but yeah, it's a room of four or five, sometimes six people. you got the writer director. You've got some people uh, who are involved in the crew, the producer sometimes. And then you've just got to run that line. Or if it's a cold, call, you know, a cold read, you might have part of the script. Um, I just go in there just confident I'm going to be me and 
they like me, great. They don't, big no big deal. I'm gonna, you know, move on. Have you ever got and, a role that you thought that you butchered an audition for? Um, Have you ever been like left and just been like, you know, they're not going to call back, and then they're like, hey, <laughs> like, oh man, I was, I was, I messed that one all up, and they're like, no, nah, hey man, we want you to come do the movie. And you're like, oh wow. I'm trying to think if I had anything like that. Um, the closest is like the last. One. Well, no, I can't do the last one because they they loved, They told me I was awesome with that one. <laughs> um, and I was like, you know, I didn't just put that out there real quick. Well, I don't mean to sound like that. No, that's you have that. to. Was, but, but I had the feel. I had knew the feel, and you know, you kind of know when you get you get those. Uh, not the chills. We got the goosebumps of your own feeling with it. You just kind of get that gut feeling. You know, you nailed it. Right. But. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. I don't know if anyone wants to think about that and get back to you on that one. That's good. Uh, let me ask you another question. Have you ever gone to an audition where other people were auditioning for the role and they kind of look like you? Um, have you ever been like in a waiting yeah. room with like another guy who kind of looks like you who's about to read for the same part? I'm telling you, I haven't. I really haven't had a chance to do that. Not I haven't been able to give the opportunity. Yeah, I, I do a lot of video. We do a lot of video taking. So right. You don't, you don't see the people. I haven't had gone into any in person. But but you know what? I'm gonna take that back. I do remember going to some commercial ones in person, and there were several guys and a few you know don't exactly look like me, but had the same kind of demeanor right. or look or whatever. Yeah, there were a few, and I didn't get those parts. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm I'm building on that. Well, those, those will come. Yeah, no, it's just it's just the stuff that you you know, like the the stuff you see on TV as you know as you being a new yeah. actor, where they over like obviously it's TV is overproduced, but like. Yeah, it's more Hollywood, I think, is where that kind of happens. Where you're like standing in a room, there's like 15 blonde dudes that are like five, yeah. eight, ten. And you're like, for one part. Yeah, you're like, man, I th- yeah. I don't even. I think all these guys kind of yeah. like, kind of look like we all kind of look the same. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something real quick. They'll probably hit on that. Is Atlanta right now is not getting the lead roles in movies for the major motion pictures. They're usually like the best friend, the neighbor, right. the supporting with, and they bring in the major A-listers for the big Hollywood movies here, and then they fill the rest of them in with, you know, maybe people from Atlanta um, and things like that. So, but there are a lot of people moving in from California, New York, coming in here, and we're now competing against these people who've been doing it for, you know, sometimes 10, 15, 20 years. So it, it's a little tough, but. We're making some breakthroughs. There's some people getting in there. I'm hoping to be one of them. Well, I feel like there's an originality, too, though. There's a reason why it's moved over to this side. Because, you know, that's why you kind of have, like, a generic thought in your in your mind. You have a generic thought of what you think Hollywood kind of is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that there's uh-huh. a lot of random people who don't think that they fit in over there. And you're like, like you're like dude, that's not, like... It's not all about like being the rock or whoever, you know what I mean? Right. Like a lot of other right. people are just like, I'm not the rock. I can't get in there. I'm going to hang out with supermodels. And then there's some of the funniest <laughs> people. Um, Danny McBride, yeah. actually shout out Danny McBride. Uh, he's from our city here in Fredericksburg, a little, little town out here in Virginia. And he's in okay. a ridiculous amount of hilarious movies. And I'm like, that guy is, is really funny, but he doesn't look like, he would have went to Hollywood. Actually, he still hangs out around here. I believe he still lives around here, doesn't oh. he? EK? 
Does Danny McBride still lives around here, right? Isn't he the guy that everyone says they see downtown randomly? Yeah, I'm not sure though. Now, I don't think he lives here, but he visits often. Yeah, so yeah, but he was he came from around here and he doesn't look like that, but he's in a ridiculous amount of movies and Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's funny. You're right. There's Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying it's funny how people, like, because that's why even with the Hollywood guys that are moving out here, we like, we kind of went to Atlanta because we didn't want the Hollywood scene of people. So <laughs> I think that, you know what I mean? I think you guys already yeah, have yeah. a benefit on that already where you're like, I'm not one of these guys from out here. Like, you know, they might have more experience <laughs> doing doing stuff because they have more, you know what I mean? There's more opportunity, obviously, out there where if you live by seven major studios, Getting yeah. extra work shouldn't be hard if you really are committed to doing it. Right, right. But, yeah, and we're we're building like our acting group here is like you you start uh, knowing the people in the industry. We have networking events. You meet them. And, you know, you talk to them and and you friend them on Facebook. There's a lot of actors are friends with each other and that kind of thing. Yeah. We you know we support each other too. It's a big supporting. I don't know if Hollywood and New York support each other as much. Other you know the big stars do, but around the smaller areas it's like their competition bit real bad and we're all pushing each other going yeah you need to get that role and i want you to have that role and so yeah. um yeah yeah you guys have had some big people you guys already i mean that goes to it too with your because uh, you were with the enterprise management team also too right oh yeah that's my management shout out to tony nicole jt uh everybody else there uh, I appreciate them so much. JT, um, and we just had uh, Ron Godfrey on too. He's a, from Atlanta. Does the um, I believe he does the uh, prediction. Well, he's actually out of the Charlotte area. Is he? So he, somebody who did I have on that was from? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. Um, did you have? Was Kimberly, have you interviewed Kimberly yet? Yeah, I had Miss Newsom on the show. She has some really cool projects coming out. Um, I saw that she has the um, the Huey Newsom story yep. coming out, and that's going to be pretty. That, that The uh, trailer for that movie looks phenomenal. Yeah, it, it will be. I'll give her a shout-out to Kimberly Newsom, too. Uh, she's a friend of mine, actor with the management group. And Ron, me and Ron have met, actually worked on a, a small little web series uh, called Dat Life. It was several years ago. And then we were going to be in a play together. He had contacted me just like out of the blue and said, you know, i got a role for you. Why don't you come out to this play? Well, the play never really made it into happening. It was supposed to come from California and right. never really took. Um, but I've got to meet him. Dat Life for a little brief time. You were John Carmichael. Her? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that Life for John yeah. Carmichael. Yeah. 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 I, that, that's, I wanted to actually ask you about this one, too, because I can hear you have a – you're from Atlanta, so obviously you have the um, the little bit of the southern accent. And, yes. and Punch-Off, uh -huh. you played an Italian mob boss? I did. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you do an accent for this, or did you? Um... I did. I did an Italian accent. I did some training just for, like, online, and I listened to the Italians and the speaking, and I just try to, you know, it's like, every time I lose a fight like this, <laughs> you know, that kind of talk. So you and didn't I overdo it. it. Well, you didn't go like a it's a me, bit. a spicy meat boss. No, 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 no. I try to keep within the lines. And, right. uh, 
that that was a West Series that I thought was supposed to build up. According to the director, they had some investment investors involved, and all of a sudden I haven't heard nothing from it. That may still be coming back to reshoot and go into a series. Uh, wait to hear from that one. But now I've got one. I think you'll you'll love. Um, I think I can go and give away the information about it. It's called Dark Wasteland. Uh-huh. And uh, it's based on a video game Fallout, okay. with uh, if you play a lot of video games, the post-apocalyptic world. Right. And I play a black ops agent trying to survive in this world, and it's going to have some incredible scenes or outside scenes. And I think we have a ghost town to use for our set. Oh wow! For our, for production, and I think he's got a team. He's been marketing for a year. Got him, Greg Cruz. Um, so that's supposed to be shooting starting coming up in July. I've got some other films, uh, possibly the dispute if it comes out. I play a, a private investigator. A um, bunch of other little things. The one I've got is played a detective coming up in this uh, little web series show that could be on some major streaming. Can't go into it yet, but right. as soon as I will, I'll definitely will post about it. Yeah, repost on it. We'll give a shout out to everybody. You know, up here on below the deck, keep them posted so you can get some uh, get some exposure out here in the Virginia area. Guys, of check course, out some, <laughs> get them to check out some of these movies and stuff. So that'll be dope, you know. And it's uh, it's super cool that you stop by to uh, talk about this. Here's a here's the thing: you played a lot of uh, detective roles. I see on from just in the past, well, police officers or correctional officers. You played a judge once. Yeah. Do I you did. like Do you that like was... to play the um, the the detective roles, or did you feel like the the mob boss was more fun? Well, I mean, just to, seriously, I love them all. I love to play well, just different yeah. characters. It was uh, just those yeah. are two different sides of that's like criminal oh. and then like cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be honest with you here. It's just it sounds bad to say, but the villain, the worse, the bad, the better the role, the more fun they are to play. Right, because um, it gets you doing something that you would never do. Right, like, it's almost like I can do this for free here. <laughs> like bad. You, you know, you can't, like you say, you can't do it in regular life. Right. And you just have fun with it. And you just like, you take it to whatever level you need to. And, uh, you know, the cop detective role, you got to be pretty much stern or steady. You might have, you know, a little character in that. But, um, and I do love, love those. Be to pull a gun on somebody and push somebody <laughs> against the wall. I mean, you get a little more action in some of those. So I'm looking forward to doing some, <laughs> some yeah. of that, believe it or not. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, get to, I got to kill people in, in different uh, reach. We did a web series. I played a villainous CEO, a pharmaceutical CEO, and I had people being killed in that web series. Mr. Harris. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, right. so you guys can check him out in that one, too. Here's what you got. That's why you got to play the, the uh, crooked cop. Then you get to play both the roles at the same time. <laughs> Right, you're right. Y'all make sure y'all get Gary yeah, Ford's in on your crooked cop movies, man. He's gonna play a, play an awesome role in that. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, um, for people who don't know, I guess, um, can you tell them where they can find you? I know you got GarrettFords.com, right? Is your website? That's correct. And then I'm also on Facebook at just Garrett Forge. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at actor Garrett Forge. I uh, am on Twitter. I don't go on there much, but it's at Garrett Forge. Um, and you just, uh, if you want to book me, go through my manager, Tony Nicole, and Enterprise, and I want to say enterprise.tne.mgmt at gmail.com. 
if I don't have, I have that correctly. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I don't have and, that on top of my head. Shout out JT, okay, though, look, all the Enterprise. Yeah, I know. Those are my people. But I, I you just gave out the, the official website. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I got that one. <laughs> Not on the top of yeah. my head. Um, right. Well, let me ask you a question here. When did you did you did you change your name for for movies? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not talk about that? Um, I could say if they want to follow and find out more about my real name, they go to my IMDb. Page. I was about to it say because that. uh, that's where I found it. IMDb. Yeah, but that is cool so that I you have even have again. one though. That, that means you're official. You must be coming up because a lot of people don't have the IMDb. Oh, well, yeah, people start to get them. Um, I have probably, I want to say 12 or 13 on there now. Um, I should have a few, maybe a few more coming on to this year. And just, you know, just building it, building my credits and hopefully get on some major role, uh, which, again, one of those might go into uh, a good high streaming services so oh, they do have we'll fixation see. 2 on here yeah fixation 2 we're waiting for the movie poster i should be on the movie poster for the one let me give a quick uh kind of a shout out about my lead role in this called book cover we just finished shooting it a trailer should be coming out probably the next couple months and they're hoping to get a the feature out um by the fall on that one what's that one about and i have that's a family drama with a twist. My director will not let me talk about it other than I play a father and a husband and some things happen between me and my wife and so forth. So, uh, and there's yeah, it's a little twist involved with it. It's, it's a great little story. It's a good plot. So that's all I can talk about, unfortunately. <laughs> right. No, I mean, yeah, you got to stay close. I, mean, I don't know how many people. People probably aren't even listening, so it's all good. Yeah, when it's no, released, then we can talk about all we want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, when it comes out, um, that's um, that's pretty good. What was? What do you think was the? Um, do you remember the first? Um, I guess what you would consider to be like, what what was your project that you worked on that you thought was like this is like you realize you kind of made it like from just being in like commercials and things to where like you're like man i'm kind of like on the other side you know like when you realize like you're in the green room this time or like something like that where you're like oh wow i'm starting to get a little bit bigger roles you know do you have a moment where you kind of thought about that at some point well other than i've had uh some directors that like i didn't even know were following me would contact me out of the blue and saying i've got a role for you uh, and they had already cast it, and they didn't cast my role because the guy had me in mind. Oh, wow. And I've had a few of those where they'll just say, you know, we had you in mind when we wrote this or, or something like that. Or that when I did a radio show, they said I had a global audience that people were listening in, and the phone lines were going crazy, want to talk to me. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, I didn't feel like I had anything coming out yet, but maybe it's just the way I've marketed myself and my management group. Um, you know, it's put me out there. So I guess that's a, where I see that. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Would you consider yourself funny? Um, I've been told I have good comedic timing. Uh, when I've done some plays, um, I had to do one of the most Titanic the musical. We did a theater show, and I played the comedic role of... Um, 
I remember is not losing my mind here. I remember his name. Uh, he was a second class passenger on it. Um, some reason I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, but anyway, it was it was the husband of this this crazy lady. It was our my, my wife, and uh, she was always trying to get with the first class passengers, and I was trying to keep her from it, making fun of the whole thing and stuff. I had these comedy lines and just was cracking the audience up. So it was uh, it was funny to do that in like a major tragedy drama right. <laughs> musical. <laughs> that's fun though too. That's you know I think uh, that's why I like to mess around all the time too. Like we we cut back oh. on on Tuesdays, but definitely joking. Which is why it's funny because I wanted to ask you this too about the uh, when you did the Italian accent, right? Yeah. Do you feel that that is? insensitive i guess or racist because i do this i have this joke about the spanish like about al chapo you know the the mexican drug lord yeah and you know he dug the tunnel out of jail Uh and i was like they put a dirt bike in his tunnel and stuff but i was like somebody built this tunnel and people were there to help him escape and i was like he just rode off on a one-man dirt bike i was like there's people like hey boss and i was doing the spanish accent with it like hey you forgot to hook up the trailer and I was like, I yeah. can't tell the joke because I feel like doing the accent is inappropriate. Just like people are going to be mad about it more than like, it's not about a real person, but still I'm just like, yeah, I think people still are going to be just mad. Like, why are you doing the accent? And you're like, not really well, good at it. <laughs> well, that, that's also too. It, it depends on were you on a major screen or TV show when you did the accent? I didn't do it. I haven't done it oh, yet. Yeah, I've yeah, only okay. done this in in private. I've done it on my show before because I you, I can say whatever on my show. This is public radio, so yeah. Okay. At this point, we can't. Uh, we're good. We give disclaimers and stuff. If you have a problem, you can call me directly. I run the show. <laughs> yeah, no. When you're doing like a web series that someone actually wrote it and they wrote it with the accent they had in their mind, I mean, I can't help but they didn't get someone who's already Italian to do the role. So it's my job as an actor to kind of get that accent the best I can learn at the time. Again, this was just a, a preliminary trailer, and then if it had gotten picked up right. and got investors, then they may have got me an accent coach to kind of come in and clean that up and get it right. And then I think people will take as respect that you're wanting to show that side to it. So It's just uh, a joke I mean, is my thing. Is like That's when I'm like, why are yeah, people right? so upset about a joke? Well, it's because you're doing a, a joke, and mine was supposed to be an actual serious role. And, and well, that that's what makes anything. it worse. That's what I think. Where I was doing a joke, where you're like, "Yo, why did you know?" Like, do you feel like people didn't? Nobody said anything to you about it. Um, like my particular one, there was people who lived in New York who knew Italians, and they kind of helped me a little bit. And they would say, "Yeah, that sounds pretty good," or "You're pretty close." and or that's you know that kind of thing. So, so nobody yeah, really cares. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why your joke. You know, you said you were making talking about El Chapo and the motorcycle and something that you your own opinion. I was just going off the script, so I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's well, it's not an opinion. It. it was just a made up scenario where like somebody was oh, probably gotcha. in there and he left one of his guys because like, hey, that's a it's a one man dirt bike. Uh, we he left it. He cannot hear us. We're we're still in the tunnel. We're gonna get caught. <laughs> It is just yeah. like, yo, because I was like, the, all the people who helped him do that for so long, he just just rode off. I was like, damn. They're like, yeah. oh, no. But oh, it's, so it's a made-up scenario because I don't even, there's probably nobody even in, I don't know. No one got in trouble. Why? So it was just like in, <laughs> it was just a made-up, it's like a skit type deal. So Yeah, I 
Yeah, I mean, you, you know, a lot of comedians might do some things that could offend some people. I mean, right. that's kind of the game that you're you're in sometimes. I mean, I try not to do stuff that is going to offend, but I like one of the one of the movies. If I could do a quick twist, is called A Letter to Claudia Colvin. It was historical, and I had to play the racist bus driver, and that's uh-huh. so opposite for me. And I had to use the the N word, the bad word, a couple times in the movie. And the director's like, I want you to hear it. This is what they said. This is how they treated them. Right. And, you know, yeah, that could offend people, but you're doing you're doing a scene. So you've got to have that antagonist. You've got to have that historical uh, realism realism, so that people can see what really happened. It helps people learn. And, like, did I sound like that? Or, you know, right. people may say that. It well, makes, no, that's, you know, help the, people, that's so. the realist part, though. Yeah, that's why, because I think that's what... I think, you know, like with Leonardo DiCaprio did it in the Django movies and stuff. Like, I don't think people were that offended by by that based off of the fact of, like, what the movie was about. Right, right. So, and you were just doing a joke. Yeah, that's why. That's what I did. I was yeah. just like, it's just a joke. Like, I just made this stuff. Like, these are not even real people. But there's, like, the accent, though, is not funny. I'm like, well, no. Yeah. If I was good at it, that should be offensive because that means I practice this at home. Like, I just, yeah. I was just making something up right now I thought was funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just cause it was a joke and you just say it one time, it, it may come off as offensive. Oh, I don't But care. you didn't really do it. Yeah, so I'm a mixed person man. also, so that's why. I'm black and white, so I feel like I can get away with more stuff. They're like, eh, you oh, can call me racist, okay. but I'm like, well, I'm the future race of America's whatever. It's going to be a whole bunch of people oh, like okay. me. You can't even tell who they are. You're like, are you you're like bi- bicultural? Yes. <laughs> well, that's what's beautiful, I think, about America and morning you know that we're all different we all but we're all the same in a sense that we all bleed red we all go to the bathroom we all we all have the same kind of issues you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's just learning to get uh, that put that aside you know don't ever look at someone's color the race their sexual orientation whatever we're all people and we love each other you know I'm, i totally believe in that i'm believing not one of those hippies, but I just believe in <laughs> treating everybody with respect and love and no violence. You know, the reason they hurt people and you know walk, you know turn the other cheek, walk away. That's kind of my my thought process. I mean, if someone kills your family or something, you right. know, outlandish, you, it's a different story. But I don't mean to go out and kill them. I'm just saying, you know, there's ways around not doing violence. Right. You know Can I um, pitch so, you a movie real quick? Can you what? Can I pitch you a movie role real quick and tell me if you'd be in this movie? Okay. You know how they've been making remakes of a lot of movies from, from past movies back in the day? Okay. My brother yeah. told me that they haven't been remaking any really good movies. He's like, they don't remake classics. And I was like, well, here's one. What if we do uh-huh. a remake on Cool Runnings? Okay. okay. And instead of the first Jamaican bobsled team, I do cool ballings about the first Canadian basketball team. Okay. <laughs> Same premises. We have to fight, but it, I have to get old ice skaters. You know, the ice skaters who didn't make the Olympic team for hockey, I have to uh-huh. teach them how to play basketball. So I have to teach them how to run on wood again instead of skating and. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm just joking with you. I was wondering how long you were living. No, He's like, okay, no, it's really starting to pick up now. <laughs> it's really starting to pick up now. Okay, you're the premises. It could be 
a possibility. I teach him. I teach him how to walk again by using Drake as an example. I'm like, he used to be in a wheelchair. Now he's at the Raptors games. And then <laughs> you know, the grassy reference. Um, we get Drake yeah. in there. You know, we probably get Seth Rogen involved. You know, I'm just work. It's just something I've been I've been pitching to a couple of people. I was just wondering how you. Oh, well, have you? No, okay, I'm just. You got- <laughs> You just kidding, or you really are? You oh really no, kidding? dude! I mean, it would be oh. hilarious to make like <laughs> to make a skit or something. That would be really funny. But I mean, that would be like a pretty, pretty outlandish idea. It's just, it was just, it's just funny. Off of you're an actor, so I, we're doing the remakes and stuff. I've been pitching it to I random mean, people. Yeah, that could, I mean, right now it seems like you could do almost anything, and things are possibilities. Uh, if it's you know, as long as it's just completely bad and dumb but i mean there's just a lot of open possibilities what we love about the Atlanta film industry is people will have to do they do these things now i don't know if you know about them they're called 40 hour film fest film um well what is it 40 hour film festival or something like that. i haven't been in one and what they do is they get a group together and then they show up at this event and they send them an email and they say here's your topic here's you got to at least use this one word somewhere in the movie and it's got to be the certain setting. You got to have a night scene or whatever, and then you have forty hours to write the script, cast the roles, film it, edit it, and put it together. And you got to have it submitted. And then they have a film fest, and they people watch all these movies that they competed. They did the whole thing in forty hours. Wow! And they stay over. They stay up all night long. And they just had that. They just did that a weekend ago uh, here in Atlanta. And so there'd be a bunch of different groups that been formed. Um, I was going to do one of those things, but I'm doing so many different movies. It's like, that's, you know, it's not really worth my time yet at this point. But uh, right. those would be fun, though. At least something fun. Well, to that, do, that yeah. leads to a question. Because would, um, would you like to start actually producing or writing some, some films? Or do you want to stay on the acting side? <laughs> you already been, you've been studying me, I think. I have been writing. Uh, I've got uh, some feature film uh, role ideas. I'm already working on one I've written all the scenes for. I'm not telling you any of the plots yet. Because <laughs> these are not copyrighted or something out. Cool runnings so, too, man. A couple... No, well, <laughs> no. You can have but, that, uh, dude. A... Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I did a, uh, I got a suspense thriller. And it's just the storyline kind of just sat in my head and came from another, something happened in real life that gave me the idea. And I think it's going to be a great one. Again, I wish I could tell you some right now, but it's just kind of in the preliminary stages of writing. I want to put that on next year. But I do have an idea for a comedy web series. I wrote uh, a scene in the acting class that we had to do and brought in my acting teacher. And she liked it. And I thought about it being a comedy web series. And I've got a, a production team that will put it on for me and at least do the pilot right. and get me help me shoot it. So uh, that could be something later on. But my other stuff, my music, I've got I've got recorded a, a recent country music song that's a kind of a comedy type song, um, and getting a lot of interest on that one right now. So um, I've got some other been writing since I was like my middle teenager. Uh, but, uh, so I've been writing about 35 years or so. Uh, they'll give everybody their idea how old I am. But, uh, uh, yeah, I didn't drop uh, that. I got that too, but I ain't going to say nothing. Thank you. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, got a lot of different things going on. And I've actually got a uh, animated series I'm waiting on the script for. I play the antagonist dog in this um, another. It's an animated show. They want to get this Netflix. Um, I think it's on YouTube now as a web comic. Um, and it's about it actually is more for kids or teenagers and talking about all the things, the problems they're going through with bullying, gender identification, um, and different things like that, hitting all the subjects that they're dealing with. So What's the name uh, of that? I'm looking forward to doing it. It's going to be, co- it's called Street Days. Street Days. So you guys look, check that yeah. out. Uh, look it up if it's on the um, YouTube, and if not, then wait yeah. for it to come out. So well, we'll get you to come for- back. Um, okay. For sure, in a couple of months, because we're here at the end. Uh, go ahead and finish though about this, about where they can find that. Go and finish. Go ahead and finish what you were talking about the web series. Though. Oh yeah, no, right now it's a web comic. I'm waiting on the script. They were putting together. They have an animator who's going to start animating it, and then they're going to send our scripts out, and then we we'll see our characters more and. Uh, uh, probably recorded at home. We might do some in a studio. I'm, I haven't heard much on that. It's kind of gone silent, but I think they're working on it because uh, it looks like it's a great, uh, great story uh, to do. So uh, yeah, that's one of many things I've got uh, coming up. That's awesome. Well, Mr. Forge, we got to let you go because this is the end of our hour here at Below the Deck. <laughs> but we appreciate you coming on the show. You guys make sure you check out. Um, Garrett Forge on GarrettForge.com. Um, you guys can check out some of his old stuff. Um, well, his history, his bio, everything, his home is on there. His contact information if you guys want to get a hold of him. Enterprise Management, Tony Nicole and them are over there. I believe he said he has. So, Management, do you have anything um, that you'd like to add before um, we get off here? No, just um, come on. I'm on a public figure page if you want to come on and like that page. And then check out my website. And then also, if any bookings, I do voiceover. I'm a songwriter. I can sing. I can do uh, a lot of different stuff. So, no, I'm just proud and happy and honored to be on your show. Um, and I appreciate the time. And hopefully, I've got some new fans, maybe. Yes, sir. Well, thank you very thank much. You good. definitely got one. I'll definitely be on your page tonight. And we're going to sit that like button. So, Thank you very much, Garrett okay. Forge, man, for stopping by all the way from Atlanta. Or, well, he's on the phone, but coming through on the show you, and below Dick. the deck. Thank you very much for stopping by. We'll um, we'll definitely get you back on here when some of these projects come out so we can keep people posted. Sounds great. I appreciate it, Nick. Y'all have a good one. You too. All right, everybody. It's all Below right. the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick. As always, we will see you next week. <laughs>